Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, this is Amy Oztan, and I'm recording this at CES 2018 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Woohoo! Woohoo! And I am here with Andrea Smith, my intrepid co-host. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Amy. So it's we, Vegas, baby. It, it is. It's Vegas, baby. <laughs> so we have been um, walking around the show floor, having meetings, seeing all the really cool new tech stuff that's coming out. Um, we've seen some really exciting things. We'll probably be talking about them a lot more when we get back to New York. We and, have to tell Rebecca. In. Yeah, we have to. We have to <laughs> tell Rebecca everything that she missed because she's not here. Um, but for now, we wanted to give you some highlights. Uh, each of us has, has picked a few things that we thought were really exciting. Um, we have also uh, spoken with a couple of companies about some really innovative stuff that they're doing. Um, so why don't we start with one of those. We had the pleasure of speaking with some people from Bitdefender. Um, I've been working with Bitdefender for a while and actually just posted about their new Bitdefender box on my blog, so I'll link to that. Um, and we spoke to them about something new that's coming to the box and will also be a standalone app. So let's listen to that. So we are here at CES. Uh, Amy and I are walking the show floor and we wanted to stop at Bitdefender because we heard that they're doing some really interesting things with parental controls and um, helping to keep an eye on what kids are doing. So we're at the Bitdefender booth with Loredana Botizatu. I hope I said that correctly. Yeah, very. Uh, with Bitdefender. And um, so tell us, this is, this is a, something very new for you, this uh, parental advisory. This is new and it's based on what we've gathered from parents around the world. We've been talking about them and we've identified some very a precise pain points of parenting online and offline and apart from the classical content filtering um, device management uh, app control and uh, um, internet uh, management online and offline uh, this is something that we wanted to uh, get a bit further and apart from the part of controlling we wanted to be helpful uh, and uh, advise them in a direction that they haven't been advised before. Um, the problems in offline, such as um, not knowing where our children are, these are the, the things that almost every parent, uh, no, almost every parent, every parent, feels that they are helpless when they don't know where their children and they are, they are very worried. And we wanted to, uh, to continue the geolocation and the geofencing. Geofencing means that well, you establish a, per, a parameter, a, per, a parameter in which you allow the child to to be. And if they crosses that area, then you get a notification and you are told that your child is in another place and they should not be there. Uh, apart from that, we've uh, tried to involve the child in working with the application because we've seen that the children think that they are tracked, monitored, controlled, and maybe involving them a bit in the interaction and the dynamics of an application, they would feel uh, more comfortable with it. And uh, they can sell, uh, check themselves 
in as safe whenever they got to a location. And immediately by entering the app, pressing a button, then uh, the, child, the parent receives a notification telling them that their children are safe at a certain location. And can the parents see that on the app? They can see the location? Yes. Yes. So you can't say you're at the movies and you're really at your friend's house. Yes, and then you say, yeah, you can go to the app and see it uh, like with a pin mm -hmm. in the app, and yeah. So you have to be there if you okay. had, because this is based on the tracking GPS. Right. So you cannot uh, but uh, it's say better, that you're. In it's better than having to call your mom in front of yeah. all your friends, right? Yeah, <laughs> calling a mom on an SMS. It's it's simple. Mm -hmm. It's simple and it's cool. And it's what we and the children are used to in in other applications, like check in, yeah. check in there, check in. Yeah, this is for the parents. It's not cool in that way, but the dynamics are what they are used to. It's, it's better than getting a phone call from your parents saying, "Where are, Where you? are you? Why didn't you call?" Um, now you're also doing some really innovative things having to do with bullying, with cyberbullying, with with pictures, with texting. Tell us about that because I know people who read their children's texts and you know all of the texts just to make sure that everything is okay. I don't want to read my child's texts. I think they're I don't want to read what 13-year-olds talk about, but I would want to know if there was some kind of dangerous situation happening. So what are you guys doing on that front? So we've been doing security for 16 years now. And we've been talking to parents and we've noticed that they are very worried and feel powerless when they hear that children are bullied children even suicide commit suicide uh, because their friends or their colleagues are pushing them towards self-inflicting pain and we tried to um, get machines to learn how an aggressive discussion takes place and flag the parents send them notification and tell them that your child might be in an aggressive conversation. We won't give them details. We, we'll, we won't give them snippets of the conversation because we want them to be hinted at something, but rather go to the child and have a conversation and find out more. Because um, if we were to give snippets of the conversation, this would be an invasion of child, the child's privacy, and then it would be maybe taken out of the context and that would create a clash between the parent and the child. And we do not want that. A lot of parents asked us, why wouldn't you give me the, the text, the exact conversation in which my child is bullied or my child bullies because we are also looking into this. Maybe our child is bullying and another step we are uh, taking towards this is maybe our child is a bystander in a group conversation and with others are bullied. And we try to give them some, some hints and also uh, to redirect them towards websites that specialize in uh, talking to parents and children and having a psychologists and medical stuff that is trained in this direction. We do not do this, but we can flag something. Apart from the text, we are also looking at pictures of nudity. Nudity that can uh, be led to, can, can have something to do with pornography or grooming. So predators. And we are telling 
children, you over parents, your child has received or has sent pictures, naked pictures of himself or herself. So this is something that uh, they should talk about. Do you specify received or sent yes. or or yes. Yes. so they know? We know if a, uh, if a picture is sent from the child's phone or it, it is received. And you do tell the parent which yes, way? Yes, we, okay. we do say this, but we do not show the picture again. It's exactly when we have categories. We tell the, the parent that the child uh, was searching for pornography, but we do not give the site, exact site. We, we just want to protect children as well, because this is like machine learning, and it's a process, and we do not want to get that deep into the family. We, we want them to give space, room, and to know each other and talk. Yeah, no, this is fantastic because often, like, you just want to know if everything's okay and you just want to hint if there's a problem. You don't want to spy on your kid. You don't want to see everything that they're doing, but you do want to be able to step in if there's a red flag going up. So this is like sending the red flags. I yeah. love it. But, I mean, as a parent, I, I suppose if you, if you were told something aggressive is happening in a conversation... Is it awkward then to go and say, well, I wasn't snooping on your text messages, but machine learning told me something's <laughs> going on? I mean, Make machine learning the bad guy. Make him the bad guy? I mean, how do you, how, you know, how is a parent supposed to go and approach this now? Uh, good question. Um, the parent, when the parent installs the application on the child's device, the child knows that the application is oh, there. So it's, we're not oh, trying okay. to trick the kids. No, okay, so we don't trick be... them. And we, we, we show like a little a sign there, and the child will always know that that, that device is being followed and mm -hmm. tracked. But we always encourage parents to talk with their children, not tricking them into having some spyware on their devices, but to have them, like, this is like... <clears throat> My husband <laughs> always know, knows where I am, and this doesn't bother me at all. I feel safe because this is something that I told him. Maybe you should have something. I, I, I don't know. I travel a lot. Maybe you should know something about me, where I am. In case something happens, you just have to know a bit more. And maybe this is the approach that their, the parents and the children should take. This is not that I want to spy on you. This is because I want to feel you, to, see, to know that you are safe. And I think that the more the kids know about the app and they know that they're not going to be have word-for-word -word conversations reported to the parents, I think that's really important. They won't feel like they have to be extra careful about what they say because the parents are going to get an email with every single word in it. I think that's really important. And at the same time, yes, and at the same time, um, it's very delicate. And maybe when you receive the notification, maybe you can look at the child and see the signs. Maybe you as a parent ignore some of the, ignored some of the signs. Maybe the child managed to, um, um, I don't know, not show them. Maybe, 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 maybe we are in a, in a moment when we are very focused on the job. And this is like a moment when we will say, okay, stop, look careful, and maybe do not start with a conversation with, I've received a notification, and say, something is wrong, I know, I know, I feel it. Maybe let's see how we, how we can fix this. Because uh, we've, uh, we've researched a lot about uh, bullying and predators, and children are so afraid and ashamed and they don't know how to approach adults. And if they were to be approached, maybe they would get to open up.
but they are ashamed and they are cornered by the predator and by the bullies and they always end up feeling that it is their fault and having someone in their corner may save them. I think it's fascinating. Can you just explain a little bit about how the machine learning works? Is it just keywords? Is it looking for words or combination of words? It's a combination, okay. it's a combination of words, image, and how the conversation and the conversations that are taking place between the, the child, that child and the members of the community, of his friends and colleagues, and it's a long-term process. So it's going to look at a conversation between me and my daughter differently than it would between my daughter and like our friend of hers from school? It will learn. This okay. will learn. Yeah, it, it, it will have a baseline and then it will learn the difference between a conversation between an adult and a child, between ch children, between adults. So this is a work in progress. It's machine learning. It's learning. Where we can, cannot, we do not uh, keep the conversations. We, we, we learn and then we wipe them out and we, we just keep the flags and we learn from the flags. Interesting. So uh, where can parents go to get more information and is it a, an app or do they need, uh, is it part of Bitdefender Box? It will be part of the Bitdefender Box uh, real soon. It's not on the market yet. And it will be a um, standalone app uh, somewhere uh, mid this year. And uh, on, on the Bitdefender website, there will be a page in which they will learn more about this and uh, get as many details as possible and hope they will uh, try it and help our machines learn more <laughs> and help us parents more. Great. Thank you so much, Laura Dana, for joining us. And uh, Amy and I are going to keep walking the floor and find more cool stuff. All right. That was great. I'm really excited about all this stuff. So now... There's so much. I know. We, we, between me and Andrew, we have seen so much in the past couple of days. Um, so it was really, really hard to just narrow it down to three from each of us. But we each so chose three things that we wanted to tell you about. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can, <laughs> you always go first okay, for Gadget of the Week. So you go I'm going to go first. Um, so for me, I mean, I was looking at a lot of tech stuff. And, you know, I love, you know, Lenovo. And I look at the laptops. And I look at, you know all of the, the latest things that we're going to have this year, right? The new innovations and the um, phones. Um, but there were some really cool beauty products this year as well. I mean... I haven't seen any of that stuff yet. Well, you know, it's. It, I feel like this is the year that it's all about. We're collecting data, but don't worry. Don't freak out. We're going to use this data and give it back to you in, okay. a, in a personalized way, in an actionable oh, way. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about something that I did see. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so a couple of things. So there's a lot of a lot of these beauty products, like Foreo, for instance, has um, a facial cleaner. You know, and now they have an at-home mask. Like, there's all of these products that are becoming at-home things. Mm -hmm. Stuff that you would have to go. Stuff to that you would salon. have to go to a salon or a dermatologist to use. So Foreo has a cool thing. Um, but one thing, two things I did today um, was I got my hair and my skin analyzed. So cool. And and was it were the results? It was good? shocking because I think my hair is horrible and especially we're in Las Vegas and it's so dry yeah. and it's completely fly away and you know not like New York where you have the moisture and the humidity. Right. And um so Henkel, which to me is nice. nice. Right? Yeah. Yes. It's the same company? It's, yeah, it's it's Henkel Schwartz Schwartzkopf. It's a division of them. 
um, they have a hair care analyzer. And it was actually fascinating. It's aimed really towards salons because what they what they want to do is have you go into a salon and work with your colorist or your stylist. Oh, okay, so they're and not trying to replace the salon. They're not replacing the salon. They're actually enhancing the salon. So they, um, you would sit down and in front of an iPad, and basically they put a scanner on your hair on three different points. So you get like the top hair, you get the hair that's underneath that hasn't been exposed to UV rays and color and the, and the uh, elements, the wind. Um, and they give you like... An overall health, which I thought I would bomb, and I got an 85%. I think your hair looks And good. I got um, moisture, which was completely normal. Huh. And I was shocked. Um, then what they do is they take that information of what you have and what you need, and they create a personalized shampoo for you. Oh, my God. So, basically, it gives you... Um, like, if you say that you want volume, or if you say that you want shine or smoothness... And so you would get cleansing power, volume boost, moisture boost, lamination, and it created this personalized shampoo for me. And then it came out of this futuristic machine that apparently all those different ingredients are in there, and they put a bottle in it, and it all squirts out like a big beer tap, you like know, a if soda you're running machine it right. For, like, like that one where you can choose from. <laughs> yeah, you choose exactly, sodas, and they created this bottle of shampoo for me. So I'm really <laughs> excited to try it because so, it's personalized. Well, now do you know if you did this? not at CES, do they send you the shampoo? Yes, yeah, so you would go to your salon basically and um, you get the shampoo and it comes with a barcode on it. Ah. So if you need more, you just basically scan the barcode and you can buy it or the salon can order it okay. for you. And then the other thing that they do is they give you a color analysis. So you sit in front of an iPad and you work with your colorist and instead of, do you remember when, when you had to, like if you wanted to try on a hairdo, it was like a helmet head, like you put your head in yeah, the thing. Yeah, it's like you were fitting your face yes, into something yes. that was completely static and not realistic at all. Exactly. Basically, this takes your hair, your face, and it just colors your hair. Oh. So, like, I have highlighted hair, so they, they turned me into a copper bronze, <laughs> and I could see how my hair would look that color. Or, you know, if I said I want to try purple, huh. I could actually see it. So, um, the colorist said to me that a lot of people come in with an idea of what they want. Um, but it's really not good for them. Oh. And so if she's able to show people how it would look against their particular skin tone, you know, it might help the decision-making process. So that was one thing, and it's very cool, and they're putting that into salons. And the second thing is Neutrogena, which I use Neutrogena moisturizer every day of my life. I love it. I, I use, use their sunscreen all the time. I use the one with SPF 15 built in. People, dermatologists, facials, they always try to upsell me to Murad and all that expensive stuff. No. Neutrogena. So Neutrogena also has this thing. It fits over your iPhone. It's got a little um, an LED light and a camera. And it analyzes your skin. You do the same thing. You walk through. You answer questions. Do you feel like you're dry? Do you feel like you're oily? Um... And then it, it takes pictures of your skin in different locations and gives you an analysis. Amy, as you know, you scored higher than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's got the glowing, well, shiny cheeks. I was studying all night for that test. 
<laughs> that's the only reason why I outscored you. But that's cool too because you can see, you know, you can see, oh, I need to use more moisturizer. I need to do that. I need to yeah. use more sunscreen, you know, and, and they'll suggest products for you, Neutrogena products that you can order right through the app. But what I loved was that they weren't only suggesting Neutrogena products. They mm -hmm. also suggested some at-home remedies. Mm -hmm. so you, like they're not like you have to spend money on us in order to improve this. There was some home stuff too. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, okay, and then the other kind of, I don't know if it's really beauty, but I'm, you know, this, this show for me has been about voice. Everything is Amazon Alexa Echo enabled, right? Everything, uh, it's, it's and, last year's drone. Right, <laughs> right. And also, last year everything was Amazon. This year, everything is Google. Yeah. This year, everything Google's, is absolutely, Google has totally caught up. So, um, this year, we've got uh, showers like Moen. Go to your shower. You walk up and you say, "Alexa, turn on the shower." <gasps> Alexa, make the water hotter, and uh, it does. Oh, I'm gonna be so spoiled. And I want that so badly. Yep. So that's that. We're, we're redoing two bathrooms. Not even redoing, like building. From oh, scratch, so if you're doing it, bathrooms. that's when you need to put it in. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the guest bathroom. That'll go. Because then you could bathroom. put in all the different faucets, and you can say, "Alexa, turn on the, the the, the top faucet, or turn on." Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now I have to talk my husband into this. He doesn't like the tech stuff. <laughs> That's really cool. All right, so those are my those are my things. Oh, one, can I say one more thing? Because we're talking about Google and the whole Google Assist. Uh, Lenovo has something. So if you're a fan of Amazon's Echo um, and the Echo Show that has the screen, so you could see like a video, you could call up the video from your nursery monitor or your front door if you have a video doorbell. Um, Lenovo has the Lenovo Smart Display, which basically looks like a tablet. It comes in an 8-inch and a 10-inch size. It's thin. It's white. It doesn't look like that big, plastic, chunky Amazon Echo Show. It's sleek. It's gorgeous. And it's a Google Home Assist Lenovo Smart Display. So it's basically leapfrogged the Echo Show. But it still has all the Amazon stuff in it. Google. Oh, Google. Yeah, stuff. you See, have I'm to be stuck on Amazon. I know, and you know, this is the year of Google. I have a Google Home sitting in my office that I've never taken out of the package. Hmm. I need to do that. You need, I to, need try to try it. it out so yeah. I can compare it to Alexa because yeah. I'm so in with Alexa. Yeah, right now. me too. Um, so I'll have to try it. Yeah, I'll have to unplug my Alexa so she doesn't know. All right. What did you see? <laughs> so mine, uh, my three picks. Uh, the first one, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's either Elume or Elum. Um, but this was very cool, especially right now when we are in the height of flu season. It's a home flu test. So it's about $20 a pop, and it's a little nasal swab, and then you, you stick the thing into a thing that's also one use only that goes into your phone. And it analyzes the nasal swab, and it tells you whether or not you or your kid or whoever has the flu. Wow. So instead of like dragging a sick kid or yourself to the doctor to try to get some, some uh, medicine, mm -hmm. some, uh, what's the name of the medicine for, for flu? Tamiflu. Tamiflu. Instead of trying to, to get that, you can actually get this result. You can find out whether or not you have the flu, and if you do, then they will connect you with somebody who can prescribe you the Tamiflu. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. So you, you don't, even, you don't then have to start with the doctor right again. And, and like you don't have to wonder is it a cold or is it the flu should I be treating this you know is there anything I can do so I think that that is absolutely fantastic um, the second one uh, is called TurboJets from Razor we know Razor you know they do the scooters my kids both have them TurboJets are these little wheel things that they, they go onto your sneakers so you just wear whatever sneakers you usually would and these kind of slip onto the back of them and one of them has a motor 
So it's kind of like the next, it's like the evolution of Heelys. And I was watching somebody do it today. I'll post videos somewhere, uh, maybe on our site. Um, she made it look so easy. I think I would fall on my face. But kids would get this immediately. Like oh, you yeah. just kind of press down on your heel and you can slowly start up. Yeah. And then like you just kind of step out of it to stop. And it was, it can go. And I would fall on my oh, face I would if I tried to I do totally it. I totally would. Yeah. But it can go 10 miles an hour, wow. which is fast. It, you know, you have to press yeah. it. You have to make it do that. Um, so you're controlling it. But it just looks really cool. I think it's going to be a hit. Um, they make so, such good stuff. Yeah, they mean, do. Yeah. They do. And this is, it, it's, it takes out the, like, I know that, you know, you have, like, the hoverboards and stuff. They're giant. Mm -hmm. These are small. And they just fit on your shoes. Very cool. Um, my third thing, I think a lot of sports parents are going to be excited about this. Because I know there's been a lot of stuff lately about helmets that will tell you if your kid has gotten an injury, um, things like that. But there, there are reasons why it's not good to put it in the helmet. One of them is that the helmet does not move exactly the way your head moves. So you're not getting a completely accurate readout of what happened to your head. You're just getting a readout of what happened to your helmet. So this company called Prevent Biometrics has actually put um, four accelerometers into a mouth guard. So you wear the mouth guard wow, for your sport. That's interesting. It, it was amazing. The the display was the best. I'll put video up of this too. They've got this little dummy head with a helmet on and with a with the mouth guard in, and you take this mallet and you can whack the heck out of it. <laughs> oh, I wish I had gone there. <laughs> and you can see like that you can see on the screen how hard you hit it. Did you cause a concussion? Does the kid have to sit that out? That is awesome. It's amazing. Kudos and then, to that PR and so, person. Like, it, it, sets, it, it sends the information. Uh, the, if you hit it hard enough for the person to actually be taken out, like where they have to be, like it's serious, the mouth guard like goes bright red. Hmm. Um, but it sends information to the app, and you know the coach can see what's going on, the parents can see what's going on, um, and, and you can get an idea of if this is like something that they can just walk off or right. if they need to actually see a doctor. That's so important. Yeah. You know, my son played high school football, and he had a friend. I mean, concussion after concussion. Luckily, my son wasn't, you know, he wow. was on the bench a lot. But, I mean, these kids would get concussion, and they'd get knocked down. Yeah. One time Matt got knocked down, I was hysterical because he didn't oh. get up. So that is brilliant, putting it in yeah. a mouth guard, because yeah. that's what moves, you exactly. know, when you get because, hit in the yeah. face. Well, they said that your, your top teeth are attached to the rest of yeah. your skull. So it has to be attached to the top teeth in order to actually see what's going on in hmm. your head. So that was, that. I thought that that was really amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. That's cool. Um, Exciting stuff here. Yeah, really great stuff. And that is like the tip of the iceberg yeah. of what we yeah. saw. Also, it's been really an interesting show because it's been four months since it rained in Las Vegas. <laughs> and yesterday was a monsoon, yeah. apparently. Flooding, <laughs> everything. Like, it, But I have to say now, I know you're leaving soon. I'm staying for the rest of the week, and it's going to be like 65 oh, and sunny. It's so jealous. I never get good weather at CES ever. It's always like low 50s mm -hmm. and, and just crappy. So I'm, I don't know how much I'll actually be outside, but I can look out windows yeah, and see, and see the sunshine. Out. Yeah. So well, we nice. have a lot more to talk about, so yeah. we'll be catching you up and catching Rebecca up as uh, the next weeks go by. Definitely, and no bites today because those were all those bites. Those all bites. Yes. So thank you, Andrea.
thank you. It's yeah. been fun. Thank you. Be for, back next year. Yeah, you know, this this was really exciting. I'm having a great show. I'm sorry that I get to stay longer than you. But, That's okay. Um, I will see tons more stuff for us and report back. And we'll post some links to our Family Tech TV interviews. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's we, why we, we were here. We interviewed a whole bunch of, of companies for Family Tech TV, so that was exciting. Um, actually, the, the Razor one, that mm -hmm. was one that I interviewed. So, um, yeah, we'll, when those are up, we will post links to all of that. All right. See you next week. See you next week. Back in New York. Bye.